This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Check, check, check. Is this mic working? Yes, it is. Yes, it most certainly is. What's up, everybody? Your boy, Ike Feldman, is back in the saddle, back in the mix, back talking combat sports. I know it's been a minute since I've done the live stream. I know this live stream may seem not so live, but stuttery. Don't worry. My fancy schmancy 4K camera is being put to good use for other things. If you guys do not know, subscribe, obviously, to the Iktagon. LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. And on YouTube, I just put out a... Very fun video recapping what was combat at the space this past Saturday. I give you guys the full details of my experience in Westbury, New York, local MMA, Strong Island MMA. I had an excellent time. Thank you to Lou Neglia, Ray Longo, and Ryan Munkin. If you guys don't know... Lou Neglia also puts on Ring of Combat. ROC, better known in AC, Atlantic City, puts on fantastic events. Fighters that have participated under the ROC banner include Dennis Bazookia, Aljermaine Sterling, Dylan Quietman Montello, Al Yaquinta. Chris Weidman, John Vellante, and many other local fighters that have went on to do great things on the big show, the big dance, the UFC. So, Lou Neglia knows a thing or two about putting on a show, about scouting local talent and putting them on a stage so that way they can flourish. And of course, Ray Longo is a world champion head coach for multiple world champions. And Ryan Munkin is an excellent guy who has excellent attire and beautiful flannels. And, of course, is an excellent show manager. I do appreciate Ryan, Ray, and Lou for putting on Combat at the Space. Again, thank you for allowing me to attend the show and put together a lovely video, which is on this YouTube page. Click videos. This is under the live link or live tab, two tabs over, I believe, is the videos. Click that. Go see the Combat at the Space recap. Because, man, I ain't talking about local MMA. I'm talking about, like, universal MMA in this Iktagon episode. Before I get into the nitty-gritty, 
the biggest stories in the world of combat sports, which involve Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, Conor McGregor, Barstool, Joe Rogan. Before I talk about all of that, guys, get involved in the show. You see the number scrolling across the bottom, 646-820-9848. I have the Google Voice phone tab open, so give me a call. I'll get you through the line. Or if you are listening to this on a podcast feed, Spotify, Apple, you know, they have to work on a live podcast feed through those two platforms. Mm -hmm. Maybe Elon or Mark Zuckerberg will steal that idea as well. Or maybe they'll forget because they're suffering from CTE from a match they have coming up. Tease, tease, hint, hint. I'll get into that. Guys, follow me on Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, at Everything at I-K-E-T-A-G-O-N. Or head to my home base website, Iktagon.com. So, what the hell was I talking about? The man of Tesla, the man of Twitter, the man of PayPal. Yes, fun facts. Elon Musk was the co-inventor of PayPal. He did not invent the name. He wanted to call it X.com. But I believe the board members did not want him calling it X.com. I guess for obvious reasons, people might think it's an adult entertainment website. Everybody settled on PayPal and a billion or two dollars, and away we go. Elon Musk took that billion dollars, multiple billion dollars, and spun it forward into SpaceX and Tesla in the early 2000s, about 05, 06. Now Elon Musk is one of the most famous people on this planet, if not the most famous people on this planet and anything he tweets instantly turns into news he can sway stock markets with his 140 or 280 characters or twitter blue or whatever the hell scam he's trying to get with us he can sway markets he is a businessman and he believes he is the smartest man in the room I'm yet to listen to him on the JRE, Joe Rogan podcast. I do want to read his biography. Shouts to Ashley Vance, who put that out in 2016. I do want to read the biography before I can do the easy listens to learn more about or character study Mr. Elon Musk's. Because he is a bit of a psycho. From what I've read in the book... He is all over the place. He's never in the same place for 48 hours. He's one or two days in Texas, one or two days in L.A., visiting kids and ex-wives for one or two days, and then back to Texas, New York, so on and so forth. He's a lunatic. So when he says he's stepping in to do a cage fight against another world conglomerate, And Mark Zuckerberg, whose name will be mentioned at a later topic in this program. Everybody tunes in. Everybody tunes in. Can Elon Musk beat Mark Zuckerberg in a cage fight that's going to be promoted by Dana White? 
Dana White's nuts as well. Dana White disparages Jake Paul. No respect. Tries to tear the kid to shreds. But yet will promote and get behind an Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg fight. Probably because there's money involved. A lot of money involved for Dana White. Unbelievable. And nobody notices this. Nobody catches these as character flaws or weak traits from a human being. That you say one thing, you do another. Hypocrisy. Hypocrites. Which I feel like people ignore it. And then they start to internalize it. And they also follow suit. And they start to be hypocrites in their own ways. How about calling people out for their bullshit? How about Dana White, you show a little respect to Jake Paul? How about you admit you're kind of envious and jealous that the 25-year-old has the combat sports world by the balls who can also defend himself and not slap women? How about show a little respect to Jake Paul instead of suck on the nut of Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg? Do you want UFC fights to be streamed on Twitter and Facebook? Is that why you're all involved? Is there a later business that we don't see? A little cloak and dagger by Dana White here? Huh? 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 Hmm? 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 I don't like it. Promotionally. Fight night-wise, the actual fight, I respect it. How can you not respect Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg for wanting to put it all on the line? Like I said a few minutes ago, these guys are some of the most famous people in all of the universe. Some of the most famous people want to throw punches, want to bleed for our entertainment. And, you know, maybe to discover discover something more about themselves yes to get spiritual right now in the octagon maybe elon musk is upset maybe the confidence that we see the brashness that we see is all a veil a facade mark zuckerberg Could be somebody that he's jealous of. He's younger. He was an actual athlete, a collegiate athlete. Call what you want, Rowan. But Mark Zuckerberg competed in collegiate sports at Harvard while inventing the Facebook. Maybe Elon Musk, whom I read in the biography, is extremely competitive and has a non-quit personality trait which is perfect for martial arts and mixed martial arts. But maybe there's a little envy and jealousy being thrown towards the Zuck. Mark Zuckerberg is a competent human being. He's still with the same gal. Like I said, collegiate athlete. Competing and participating in Brazilian jiu-jitsu tournaments which, again, I will bring up in just a few minutes. Maybe Elon Musk wants to test himself, and I completely respect that. I completely understand that. I played a lot of sports growing up. 
baseball, basketball, football, lacrosse. But it wasn't until I discovered Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and mixed martial arts that I really tested myself. I really put it on the line. It's just me out there on the mat. It's just me out there in the cage or in the ring. It's just me out there. And, yeah, I was a class clown. Yeah, I got into a lot of trouble. Yeah, I played sports. Yeah, I was captain on baseball teams, almost a captain on a football team. Stood up to authority. Stood up to my Israeli militant father. Yeah, confident. But where I really became confident and humbled was when I stuck myself in the middle of something that I was not in complete control of. And that is, I'm going to mess up this quote from Joe Rogan. But mixed martial arts is high-level chess with the ultimate consequences. And, yeah, really put things in perspective, and I really, really was humbled and respected myself a lot more as well. So maybe Elon Musk is trying to do that. But can Elon Musk outdo the Ike? I don't know about that. I have my wife in the corner. I mean, come on now. Maybe Elon Musk's wife, if he had both of them in the corner, they would want him to get his ass beat by Mark Zuckerberg. Maybe. But now I'm hearing that they want to put this fight on in the Roman Coliseum. I love this. I love this. There's also some Coliseums outside of Italy, Croatia, Macedonia. I guess where the Turkish Empire, the Alexander the Great Empire, wherever he touched that region of the world there's coliseums but everybody reverts back to rome you know which is funny i actually have the gladiator banner it's up here trust me it's it's up there it's right up on there i have the gladiator movie banner where he's fighting the big dude with the silver mask i think he's swinging the ball and chain the Tigers running around. Yeah. Um, that would be pretty epic. That would be pretty freaking epic. You would have loved to see Nate Diaz, Conor McGregor 3, Francis Ngannou, John Jones there before in Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg world. But if you're making this an absolute entertainment show, sure, why not? Put two of the most famous... Figures in the world in a cage in a Roman Coliseum. My goodness. My goodness. Who would be a better fight in terms of bringing eyeballs to the table? What would be a bigger fight than Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg? I guess you would have to go with actor, musician. Biggest actor in the world. Maybe Brad Pitt. Gets in Troy and or Fight Club shape for a fight versus musician. 
Who's a uh, a formidable opponent? Maybe a Dave Chappelle? Get in shape? That post-Chappelle show? I'm going to Africa and Canada shape? Versus Brad Pitt? That'd be be pretty excellent. Joe Rogan versus Brad Pitt? Sign me up. Sign me up. Maybe that's the undercard of Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg. Now, I got a couple of clips that I will play for you guys. But what the hell's wrong with Barstool Sports? I really do like and respect what they do in the sport, in the space, and how they've carved out their own space in media. You know, I've been on Ariel Hawani for some things that he said in the past, and I've kind of let Barstool skate by because I felt that I kind of align personality-wise more with Barstool than with Ariel and MMA fighting or traditional media. I guess you could say they're both kind of independent that have knocked on the door of corporate status. They're corporate, FYI. But they like to wave the banner of independency. But they are not. They are not America in this 4th of July time that we're in. They are not. They have become... More than just a colony, they are a big region. Uh, Barstool and Vox Media. Woo! That's the company that owns MMA fighting. So, though they may wear the banner that they are independent, man, we're trying to take down the corporate man. They are corp. Oh, we're corporate man. You're right. Well, I guess I got to shave this mustache and cut this hair, right, man? And cut these toenails. No hemp shoes, man. Yes, Barstool is corporate. And maybe they're feeling themselves a little too much. Maybe they are feeling themselves just a little too much. I have clips, audio, tweets, Instagram posts. This all started a couple of months ago when Dave Portnoy... Join the Joe Rogan podcast, and he was just showing absolutely no respect to Tommy Fury. Couldn't get into the fighter's mind. Kind of pulled the Stephen A. Smith thing and just wrote it up to Jake Paul's going to walk over Tommy Fury, which is silly. And I, I thought Jake Paul would win. I thought Jake Paul puts himself enough on the line that he has to go out there in these training camps and put everything out there, one-a-days, two-a-days, nonstop, recovery, eating right, and just walk the walk because he literally puts himself out there. But not enough people took the side of Rogan and understood that Tommy Fury has some really good experience. Tommy Fury is a physical presence. Tommy Fury has legit technique. And also, Tommy Fury has this wild card, wild card called Tyson Fury. And it paid off. But Joe Rogan literally had to shut up Dave Portnoy to make his point. Here we go. I think Jake Paul would kill Tommy Fury. And 
that wouldn't change. I don't know how good Jake Paul is, but I don't know. I don't know of any boxer who can bring enough to a Jake Paul so fight. So here's here's Tommy Fury. You tell me who is he fighting? But I don't give a fuck, dude. Look at this. Look at this. He's fighting a professional boxer. The guy's fighting looks good. Dude, you're crazy if you don't think Tommy Fury no, is a boxer. Look think... at that uppercut. Shut the fuck up, dude. No. Shut the find, fuck up. Watch this. Find the Tommy Fury. Time. Find the Tommy Fury fight. Dude, on shut the, the fuck up. Shut the fuck this up. This guy cannot. Please shut the fuck up and watch this. Watch what he's doing. Incredible. Now, I hope that sound came through for you guys. Wasn't showing on my end, but I hope you heard it. Joe Rogan was shouting down. Shouting down. Dave Portnoy for not showing Tommy Fury respect. Okay. Turns out Joe Rogan was right. Tommy Fury, all those factors that I pointed out, the physique, the legitimate boxing skill, the legitimate boxing experience, and oh, having a Tyson Fury in his corner all helped. And he won decisively. And they're going to do that rematch some point down the line. It doesn't look good for Jake Paul that he's going backwards. And now he's fighting an MMA, an ex-UFC star again. Is Jorge Masvidal after Nate Diaz? Or is Jake Paul going to train, win, beat Nate Diaz and get back to the boxing realm and rematch Tommy Fury? Dude in the UK. I love that storyline. I think that's low-hanging fruit promotional. I love it. Now, what I didn't love was another Barstool Sports media member showing no respect to the man in the arena, the man being put on display for thousands of fans Tens of thousands of fans in person. And maybe millions of fans worldwide. To be ripped apart by some fat ass. Behind the keyboard. So. Billy Quarantillo. Fought Epson Barbosa. A few weeks back. And lost. He got knocked out. Got beat bad. But the man is an unbelievable warrior. And stood up right away following the knockout. And was wobbly. Because that's what happens when your equilibrium gets freaking rattled. But Mr. Jersey Jerry could not understand this. And wrote, someone get him a GPS. Referring to Billy Q being wobbly. Maybe not 100% alert. That's a little rough. And you know what I love? Is that Matt Frivola, A teammate of one Billy Quarantillo. And also consider a stoolie. I be, believe this means they're a friend of Barstool. So Mafravola, who's a stoolie, a friend of Barstool, and also a great friend. I believe Billy Q was uh, a best man at Matt Frivola's wedding. 
He stepped in on Twitter and said, Shitting your pants on the subway is the most memorable thing you've done in your life, my man. Chill out. That's Matt Frivola's response to Jersey Jerry being insensitive to Billy Q's loss. Now, what I love about Matt is that he is a very gracious guy with his time. He's just an absolute sweetheart, very attentive, great listener, great communicator. Makes sense why Barstool is cool with Matt, and Matt's cool with Barstool. Matt Matt went into the Barstool offices in New York, found Jersey Jerry's desk, and dropped off some underwears. Some underwears. Said, Jerry, these are for shit in your pants. He also signed a poster for him, left it on his keyboard, from which he talks a lot of shit behind. And then he also looked into the camera. I believe this was his brother, Jimmy Frivola, whom which was recording this excellent video. And he said, Jerry, here's the underwear. Here's a signed poster. Just watch your fucking mouth. I fucking love that. It's so Long Island. Amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Justice is served. Justice is served. Now, my final, (laughs) my final gripe, three strikes, you're fucking out, Barstool. Three strikes, you're out. My final gripe with Barstool, Uh, this is pre-Musk versus Zuck announcement, pre, Big Cat, who's another Barstool personality, fat cat, because I'm sure that man is nowhere near being in shape, Mr. Big Fat Cat, had this to say about one Mark Zuckerberg taking up jujitsu, and not only taking up jujitsu, actually putting himself on the line like Tom Hardy, like Mario Lopez. And competing in the sport which they love. Not just hiding behind a wall in their house and learning from a Gracie one-on-one privately. Which I'm sure some actors, musicians, famous people do. They probably pay these guys to fly them in like a Gordon Ryan and teach them for one hour a day for a whole week. Pay for their stay. Pay for everything. Their flight. Everything. So that way they can learn some jiu-jitsu, self-defense, and feel a little more self-confident when they're out there. Because they are out there. They are public figures. Mark Zuckerberg's not only doing that, he's going out to these events and participating to win. And Big Fat Cat had a problem with that. And I have a problem with that. But before I address it, just, just hear this. Mark Zuckerberg Choked out uh, during a competition. And then there was an update on the report 
uh, that said from this is from Joe Bernstein, who I guess wrote it at, maybe in the New York Times. Yeah. He said, update after publishing our story, I heard from both Mark Zuckerberg and his Brazilian jiu-jitsu coach. They both insisted that Mr. Zuckerberg had not lost consciousness, and the coach <laughs> said that the referee had mistaken his effortful grunting for snores. Okay. So just so we're clear, Zuckerberg was not, at no point was he choked out. So everything <laughs> that I've read on Facebook, all those posts are actually misinformation Dude. about Zuckerberg getting choked out. Dude, uh, like Zuckerberg... how many people would sign up for jujitsu if they knew that there was a chance that they would get to choke Joe... Mark Zuckerberg out, though? But Zuckerberg, how do you not have a PR guy that'd be like, okay, we got a crisis. There's a report that you got choked out. The last thing you want to do is have an update to the report being like, just so we're clear... We talked to multiple people. He was never choked out. Because mm -hmm. now I'm like, dude, the guy got choked out. You what? don't have to update saying I wasn't choked out unless you were very clearly choked out. Mark Zuckerberg, he likes to practice some jujitsu. And there was a report that he got choked out uh, during a competition. So, Big Cat. His biggest thing is Zuckerberg's team refuting that he lost via submission. Or that he lost that he actually lost consciousness. And that's his way of spiking the ball because he's jealous that he's not putting himself out there. What do they do? A dunk take? What do they do? A charity walk? What do they do? A couple of push ups or jump squats that are timed in their offices or play ping pong, beer pong in front of a camera? That's the most physical activity these fucking idiots are doing are you kidding me give mark zuckerberg respect first and foremost before you start to disparage the men just like dana white with jake paul are you jealous that you're not the 25 year old dana white in shape training boxing in boston and putting yourself out there big cat are you jealous that you don't have big enough cojones, that means balls, to put yourself out there? Can you not defend yourself? If a scrap broke out on the street, are you jealous? Are you insecure? How about you show Mark Zuckerberg some respect first before you try to make light of the man trying to put himself out there and better himself. It just pisses me off. And what I love about Rogan so much is that he defends the integrity of martial arts and what it means. It's an art, and sure as shit, it's martial. It's a beautiful thing, but it can also kill somebody. And Rogan, like nobody else, like nobody else, not Luke Thomas, not Brett Akamoto, not Ariel Hawani, nobody else paints a more beautiful picture and respects martial arts publicly than Joe Rogan. It's just... It's an armchair quarterback take. It's a keyboard warrior take that needs to get stomped out. And for Joe Rogan to put Dave Portnoy in his place. And I'm going to replay that for you because I, I feel like it, it didn't come through. And my apologies for that. The first time. 
Fury is not a real boxer. Of course he's a real boxer. No chance. He's a professional boxer. Here we go. I think Jake Paul would kill Tommy Fury, and that wouldn't change. I don't know how good Jake Paul is, but I don't know I don't know of any boxer who can bring enough to a Jake Paul so fight. So here's, here's Tommy Fury. You tell me this guy doesn't look like a boxer, you're out of your fucking mind. Who's he fighting? But I don't give a fuck, dude. Look at this. Look at this. He's fighting a professional boxer. The guy's fighting looks good. Dude, you're crazy if you don't think Tommy Fury's no, a boxer. Think... Look at that uppercut. Shut the fuck up, dude. No. Shut the find, fuck up. Watch this. Find look, the Tommy Fury. Time, find dude. the Tommy Fury fight dude, on the shut Jake the Paul fuck, card. Shut the fuck this up. This guy and, cannot. Please shut the fuck up and watch this. Watch what he's doing. This motherfucker is 100% a boxer. Can you you're find at, me the record of Bokeyansky? Stop. Watch this. Watch this. It. Look I at this. I love it. I fucking love it. Joe Rogan educating Dave Portnoy, which I'm sure a lot of stoolies were tuning in to that Joe Rogan experience episode, and I hope they learned a lesson. Or they completely fucking ignored everything Joe said. Joe putting Mr. Dave Portnoy, ooh, does he do a lick of martial arts? I mean, he's talking to Joe Rogan, who's a multiple-discipline black belt. Who's commented on the UFC for over 25 years. Who's made martial arts part of his life since he was 15 years old. 40 years ago. So I think respect needs to be given more to the man in the arena. The man actually doing the act. Slowly but surely, folks, I believe we're getting there. Slowly but surely. I mean, I I know it's working on my end. I asked a family member for an extra helping at Thanksgiving. They're like, yep, right this way, zippity-doo-dah, Ike. And that's, that's the opposite end of... Uh, I'm not trying to, uh, nobody needs to be scared. Nobody needs to feel that they can't disagree with somebody who is that entrenched physically in martial arts. There needs to be a nice balance. And I think Joe Rogan does that beautifully. Does that absolutely beautifully. What is not beautiful what is not being done beautiful is Mr. McGregor on (laughs) the ultimate fighter. I mean, he gave one little little uh, a son who uh, the art of war author. He gave one art of war speech at the beginning on the Ultimate Fighter, and then he has since just faded. Michael Chandler, the better man in many ways, is just. Out coaching McGregor. And I think it could be a foreshadow of how their fight would actually go down. (sighs) McGregor, McGregor, McGregor. He needs to figure it out. And you hope he figures it out. You hope he figures it out. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Iktagon. My apologies for the audio technical difficulties of not getting you that Joe Rogan, Dave Portnoy clip. It was sure as shit worth it. Sure as shit worth it. 
I love you guys. Follow me everything at Iktagon or go to the home mothership at Iktagon.com. Not a real thing. Just Iktagon.com. No ad at the beginning. Give me a call. Leave a voicemail. 646-820-9848. Go check out the Combat at the Space YouTube page. Your boy loves talking fights, loves everything combat sports, and is loving life. Love you guys. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.